With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Gift of Choice. Hosted by entrepreneurial coach and holistic nurse practitioner, Bonnie Gressel. Bonnie and her guests offer information and motivation each week to help you live your dream and attain the health, happiness, and abundance you deserve. Now... Here's the host of The Gift of Choice, Bonnie Gressel. Well, welcome everyone. This is Bonnie Gressel, your host here at The Gift of Choice. And we're here on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. Now, I want to tell you how much I appreciate all of you taking time out of your busy day to spend a little bit of time here with me at the show. I know I say that every week, but I truly do appreciate you taking the time. My goal is to provide great content so that you always feel that this time was well spent. Now, just a reminder, you can listen to all the past episodes right here on Blog Talk Radio um, because they're all archived here and also on iTunes. And then we stream the last episode to Speak Up Talk Radio, and they're always on for you. They stream those shows 24-7, so you can listen at 3 in the morning if you want to. So to be a part of this community, there's a few different ways that you can do that. Just click the Follow tab if you're on the show page here at Blog Talk Radio. If you are listening on iTunes, just click on Subscribe. And both of those will sort of keep you in the loop, and you'll know when new shows have you know, been released, and you'll sort of be in the loop of knowing what's going on. Now, I'm also working on expanding the shows, this show to other networks as well. So stay tuned. I'll be sure to keep you in the loop on the progress as that goes along as well. I also always want to remind you that the Gift of Choice show is educational, inspirational, and motivational in nature. But I want you to take what fits for you and just let go of the rest. You know, the Gift of Choice show does not intend or imply to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. So I always want to sort of preface every show with that little reminder you know that you, if you do need professional assistance in some manner, please do take care of yourself. Love yourself enough to do that. Now, of course, I always want people to call in, and I know our guest does today too. So I, let me give you the call-in number so that that's easy for you. The call-in number is 714-816-4716. Now, if you just want to call in and listen to the conversation, that's fine. But if you do want to speak live on the air, you want to sort of get on the air with us, just press 1 on your phone, and that lets you know, that lets me know, actually, that you've raised your hand. And from where I'm sitting in the studio, I can unmute you, and then we can all be live on the air together. And I have the chat room open as well, so if that's more convenient or easier for you, certainly feel free to drop me a line. Just say hi if you have a comment or a question. You know, put it in the chat room, and I will try to check that from time to time throughout the show so that I can respond. Now, I have Betty Louise on as a guest today, and we're talking about one of her expert topics, sexuality. 
it's going to be a great show. So I don't want you to go anywhere because you're not going to want to miss this. Before we dive into that whole conversation of sexuality and how it really helps to fuel our self-empowerment, I want to take a moment, as I do every show, and just let us all sort of center ourselves first. And, you know, and I said, I've said this before, that I do this as much for me as I do for all of you, the listeners. But we so seldom take the time to just stop, to pause, as Betty would say. So if you're able to, if you're in a place where you can join me, like you're not driving on the freeway or something like that, please do. I would invite you to join me in just a very simple breathing meditation. All we're going to do is breathe. So I want you to take a nice breath in, in through your nose if you can. And then letting all of the stuff that you don't need right now just leave with the exhale. As you breathe in, you feel your abdomen expanding. And that breath sort of bottoms out as you exhale. The abdomen contracts again and you let everything go that you don't need right now. There is nothing else that you need to do right at this moment. At some level, you made a choice to come here and listen to the show today, whether it's live or whether it's to the recording. You made that decision. This time is for you. So taking a breath in and out. Without pushing it or pulling it, just letting it flow. In and out. Just letting your body flow with the breathing, flow with that air coming in through the nostrils, bottoming out, and then letting it all go. Along with it, everything else that you don't need right now. Because this is your time. This is your time just for you. Because you deserve it. So I want you to take one more deep breath in if you can. And then just let everything out. Let everything go that you don't need right now. And I want you to hang on to that more centered, maybe more relaxed feeling than you had just a moment ago. But it's time to come back. And sort of engage and pay attention and really absorb what we're going to talk about today on the show. I know I feel better. I always feel more grounded and centered when we do that. Just that little moment. I mean, it was what maybe a minute or a, maybe a minute and a half. That's it. And, you know, even busy people can find that much time in their day. And you have to breathe anyway, Right. So just paying attention to your breath gives it a whole nother meaning. It takes you to a whole nother level of relaxation. You know, as I was thinking about our topic for the show today, it caused me to think about, personally, where do I believe sexuality starts from? And where where is that power? Where is that power source? That self-empowerment, right? Well, I believe that it starts with us. And how we feel about ourselves. You know, when you smile and you have that glow of good energy and you you feel good. And people around you can just feel that you feel good. 
you're sexier, right? You know, if you're out and about somewhere socially and you see someone who you don't, maybe you don't even know this person, but they just kind of give off that negative vibe. Maybe they're frowning or their shoulders are kind of down or there's no bounce to their step. They just, you know, they just kind of sit there or stand there. Now, let me ask you, do you find that desirable? Probably not. Now, on the other hand, when we see someone who's just alive, charisma just oozes out of them. They're smiling. They're vibrant. They're obviously happy and loving their life. They become so hot, right? They become so sexy, so handsome, so desirable, sometimes even almost irresistible. That's what I mean. That It's a feeling. It's an energy. It's a, a vibe. Now, we've all experienced this, right? To me, sexy comes from inside first. And then, you know, if you've got that sexy going on inside, it, it spills out into other things, other people, other situations. And certainly then we can share that sexiness with other people. But it has to start from inside. And I so love that. And, you know, I, I truly do believe that. And, and I, the, the cool thing about it for me is because that sexiness comes from inside, I know I can control that. I know I'm in charge. I'm empowered to do whatever it is I want with that. I don't have to rely on someone else giving it to me. You know, sure, I love it when my husband says, you're so sexy, you know, because I feel good. That's why he says it. He doesn't really, he doesn't say that to me if I'm in a bad mood or I'm having a bad day. Or maybe, I don't know if it's just that he's afraid of me. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. But he certainly probably doesn't think I'm sexy. But when I'm feeling good, when I've got all that, that energy that, that just oozes out of me, and I'm smiling and I'm, you know, bouncing my step, he can tell. And then he thinks I'm really hot, which is good. You know, we're going to hear more about this topic of sexuality because there's so much more to it than, than what I've just shared. I'm just telling you kind of where, where I come from. But our guest today, Betty Louise, is an expert on this topic. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to introduce Betty Louise, who is the author of Healing with Pleasure Medicine, Unearthing the Beautiful, Sensual, and Sexual You. So this is Bonnie Gressel at The Gift of Choice. And we're going to be right back. Are you one of the millions of people who struggle to relax, sleep well, or even lose weight? Have you ever wondered why it's so hard? If you think your brain might have something to do with it, you're right. Now you can learn how to access the powerful energy of the mind-body connection with the ultimate health and wellness gift set, a four-CD collection of guided meditations from holistic nurse practitioner Bonnie Gressel. You can use them all for yourself or split the individually wrapped CDs into gifts for friends and family. The Ultimate Health and Wellness Gift Set includes all of Bonnie's popular CDs, including Restful Sleep, Relax, Meditation for Busy People, and Weight Loss. To get your copy of the Ultimate Health and Wellness Gift Set, go to BonnieGressel.com and click the Products tab. That's B-O-N-N-I-E. G-R-O-E-S-S-L dot com. You're listening to The Gift of Choice with your host, Bonnie Gressel. The Gift of Choice is sponsored by MNB Global Solutions. 
providing individualized coaching for entrepreneurs and authors, as well as book editing and publishing services. For more information, go to m&bglobalsolutions.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to The Gift of Choice. I'm your host, Bonnie Gressel, and I am excited to share with you today a special guest, Betty Louise. She's a leader in the field of pleasure medicine. Now, Betty has been a co-host on past shows, and today she's being here as a guest. She's the author of Healing with Pleasure Medicine, Unearthing the Beautiful, Sensual, and Sexual You. And she's also a passionate radio personality working for change. She's an advocate for empowering women to relax into their inner sexuality and empowering men to understand and channel their inner sexual drives. Her coaching work has created a new doorway to understanding simple ways to slow down, enjoy, and express your true self. Betty Louise has an amazing story of how she found pleasure through sexuality. And when you hear it, you're going to know what I mean about this is going to be a juicy show. And you can have a juicy life no matter what the circumstances, as Betty will talk about. So I am really excited to have you here today, Betty. Thank you so much for taking time to spend with us. Well, thank you so much, Bonnie. As always, it's wonderful to be on air with you. Yeah. Oh, it's and it's and we're going to have a fun show today. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be fun, and I am looking forward to it. You know, and I start this way with every guest, and and I know we've maybe done this like a long time ago with you, but I would love for you to share with our listeners again today a little bit about your journey. I mean, everyone's got all these experiences, these life, you know, things in life that happen to them, or you know, experiences that really sort of create who they would become today. And I'm sure you've, I know some of your experiences, but I'm sure you've got a whole lot of stuff that you can share with that. Would you share a little bit about your journey with our listeners today? Yes, I would love to. And you are so right. We all have our stories and they mold who we are and often the work we end up doing. And that was certainly the case for me. So here I am, I'm speaking about pleasure medicine and orgasms and sexuality. And, you know, I never intended, (laughs) this was not something I dreamt up when I was nine years old. (laughs) It was something that evolved from my experiences. And I have had a severe physical pain, really, for the last 30 years. So how interesting that I should have this life experience of now it's it's going on half of my life. I have been dealing Mm. with a chronic pain condition. Rheumatoid arthritis is the name they put on it. And it, it can create some pretty, some pretty nasty stuff going on inside my body, which creates physical pain. So in that process of physical pain and having this diagnosis, initially I was using traditional approaches, which is pharmaceutical medication, if you are going to conventional medicine. And I did that for a number of years until I realized that I wasn't getting at the healing here. I was certainly getting at the symptoms and able to function in my life, but in terms of healing, uh, these, these drugs weren't doing anything. So I went off of all of the medication for eight years, and in that eight-year period of time, explored real healing 
from the inside out. And that's where I began to have and continue to have and continue to research these profound experiences with our beauty and our sensuality and our sexuality. And that's why I wrote the book. So I really go into a lot of the story and a lot of my beliefs about beauty, sensuality, and sexuality. It's all documented in the book that you mentioned. But the bottom line was that I learned that pain and pleasure live right next door to each other. And we Mm. actually have choice. So I developed a process. I call it my three P's to more peace, passion, and pleasure. I also describe that in detail in the book. But in a nutshell, again, here is that the first P is pausing, just as you did with us this morning on the the show. You know, just stop pausing so that we can feel what's going on in our bodies. We can feel our breath. The second P is pondering. Pondering to really explore who you are, your unique beauty, what is sensuality to you, what does sexuality mean to you, when are you safe in sexuality, lots of different places to explore around these topics. And then finally, the third P is pulsing, pulsing your vibration out into the world, which we're doing. You gave a great example of that in in the opening of the show, too. It's like, what energy are you creating? What energy are you bringing to everything you do in life? to become aware of that and to learn to pulse from that place of beauty, sensuality, and sexuality can completely change your life experience. So that's a little bit about what I have learned. And it's a juicy topic. You're right about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've been looking forward to it because, and and this is something that that people don't often, I mean, they, they think about it maybe, but they don't like talk about it in public. It's almost taboo in some places yet. So I'm I'm excited about being able to explore that today so that it's it's useful for people. Now, Betty, you had a really interesting story and I don't know if you care to share it, but your whole Marvin Gaye experience. I would I'd love to I've heard the story before and I would love to hear it again if you're willing to share. <laughs> you bet. I, I feel like it's important to get this story out there because this was the profound sexual experience I had which really sent me on this path of diving into what it all means. So as I said, when when I went off of all this pharmaceutical medication, which had been taking care of my symptoms but not getting at any healing, well, my body was in a lot of pain, but I was committed to a new path. I was committed to doing something different than just taking pharmaceutical drugs. So I was laying on my bed one afternoon. I mean, I can just recall this. It's so vivid in my mind, laying there, feeling in a lot of pain, resting, taking a little break from things so that I could gather up some more strength to go and do some more activities. And while I was laying there, I literally heard Marvin Gaye singing in my ear. Well, I shouldn't say literally. I mean, I it, it felt like he was right there in the room with me, but obviously that wasn't possible. <laughs> and he was singing about sexual healing. And I I stopped. It's like it was like a, a really sort of jarring feeling of, oh my goodness, look at this opportunity to explore 
what sexual healing is all about. I've always been interested in my sexuality, never been an overly sexual person. I mean, I grew up in the Midwest with very conservative values around sex. My sister and I were just talking recently about how our parents never talked to us about sex. I (laughs) never heard the word orgasm out of either one of their mouths. So, but I'd always been interested and certainly enjoyed sex. So I said, wow, what, what would this really be to pursue the healing that Marvin Gaye seems to talk about. And, you know, this is like one of the top songs of all time. So I, I got really curious. I was fortunate enough to have a very safe partner to explore this with. And so I did just what Marvin tells you to, call him up on the phone. <laughs> and I called him up and I asked him if he would be interested in this experiment to see what sexual healing was all about. And he it took him about a half a second to say yes. <laughs> and so he came over and we had a beautiful experience. And, you know, he was wonderful and that's important too. You have somebody gentle and kind and understanding. And we spent the entire night having sex, making love. And my pain went from a 10 on the scale of 0 to 10 to a four overnight without anything but sex. And that caught my attention. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, and now I'm saying, I'm not saying that that's something that lasted, but the possibility of that, just that even for the next two days that I was able to get out of bed and move more easily, there was something there that I had to learn more about. Yeah. Oh, and it's that's such a great story because it's it's really, to me, exemplifies the inner healing, the inner, not just, I mean, it, to make your pain less, but but the inner healing that we all have access to, and there are different ways to to tap into that, and certainly sex is one of those. Yeah, you're so right, and it, it is an inward experience. It's uh, you know, I definitely had a partner to to help me with this whole experiment, but it was my feelings about sex and my ability to relax into my sexuality that allowed the healing to occur. And my views about sex and my openness about sex, all of that, those pieces were important for me to, again, get the healing from the sex. And you're right. Whether you have pain or not, sex can be healing in many aspects. Yeah, well, you think about all the different types of pain that there are. And, you know, how I look at it is that everything is pain. If you're not happy, if you're not where you want to be in your life, in your situation, to me, you're in pain. I mean, if you're certainly there's the emotional pain. I mean, there's all kinds of that. And then there's if you're not the weight that you want to be, your hair doesn't like the way you want it to, you're not, you don't have the finances. You To me, that's all pain. And certainly, you know, something like, Sexual healing can apply to all, to, in my mind, can apply to any type of pain. I uh, 100% agree. And, um, I, you know, our sexuality, our beauty, our sensuality, all of those aspects of ourselves live within us. And we carry them around with us no matter where we go. 
and they can be used to help us deal with whatever we're experiencing. And as we now know from the more recent brain research is that we're really wired to survive. We're not wired to thrive in pleasure. So that's why it takes this conscious effort and and paying attention in new ways to take advantage of what we have available to us 24-7. Yeah. You know, I've heard you talk before, Betty, about stepping into your inner sexuality. sexuality. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So, you know, it's just kind of what we were saying. You know, we're sexual beings. We all carry it around with us. It's It's our true nature. You know, if you think about it, how do we arrive on the planet? Most of us arrived because somebody had sex. It's as natural <laughs> as being born. Uh, it's it's so funny how I feel like we really forget that when it comes to all of the skewed images that we see around what sex is in the media and in our world and in our culture. But it's really one of the most natural things to exist within us. You know, our orgasms, they, they're felt in our bodies, in our own unique bodies. That's where that orgasm lives. So what I have learned in my study is that that energy is with me whether I'm having sex or not. And I have learned through my pausing, pondering, and pulsing how to tap into that so that I can, you know, I mean, it's a funny way to say it. But to really be juicy all the time in my life, you know, and I'm still somebody that suffers with pain. So even in my states of pain, there are places that I can tap into the pleasure because that lives inside of me as well. So, you know, it's a very nourishing, nourishing energy. And I guess here I would just like to make one point in terms of these outside influences that we have, which are determining how we feel about ourselves unless we become hyper-aware of the influences that we have. You know, these forces that are outside, the media and movies, they're not acting in your best interest around a healthy sexual attitude. Uh, Just last week, the FDA approved a drug for a condition called female sexual dysfunction. The pharmaceutical companies have been working to get a drug approved, which is considered the female Viagra, for many years because of the, of course, bottom line for their company, Mm -hmm. the money that's involved. And they couldn't pass it because the placebo was just as effective as the drug they were trying to approve. And A really important thing to note is that this whole diagnosis, female sexual dysfunction, guess where it came from? It came from the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that whole thing. I'm glad you brought it up, Betty. Yeah, you know, I just, this kind of stuff just really hurts me deeply that this goes on. You know, we... And it influences us because, of course, what happens when there's a diagnosis like that is then we start identifying with that diagnosis if we have any problems whatsoever around our sexuality, and there are a lot of women that do. And, all right, now we're going to start taking a drug which 
really is not even effective for a condition that isn't even real. So mm-hmm. I just think this is this is the the hyper consciousness that I that I believe is important. Why I'm a passionate voice for change. This is the kind of stuff that I want to see change. We cannot keep moving forward in a way one feeling like we have sexual dysfunction when it's really just a matter of relaxing into who we are as our true nature and cutting out a lot of the outside influences. And, uh, you know, two, just really understanding the power of our sexuality. You know, it's those, I'm passionate about particularly women, but men too, really learning how to be with the true nature of what it's all about. So so you heard about the FDA approval of this drug too, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it's big in the news and it's like oh god, now another drug company thing and to just to make money and yeah, I I I hear you and I share your your feelings on that. It's it's crazy. Because you know, I say to people all the time, we were talking about pain before, and I've said for years, pain is what it is, but suffering is optional. And how you've used your sexuality and sensuality and all those other things, it's really ended the suffering. I mean, you still have pain, but it just doesn't bother you so much. You know, it's, you're not suffering with it. Yeah, you're, you're so right. Uh, I mean, and I, I guess I, this is like part of the reason that I have this chronic pain condition because I have been someone who's dug so deep to figure out what what are the the insights that I can have with this condition? And one of them absolutely is this this place of and I like the distinction you're making. You know, there's pain. Yeah, I have physical pain. You know, you could look on X ray. You could say, oh wow, look at those bones. They're right next to each other. Yeah, that's creating pain. But how I respond to that pain, how I react to that pain, that's the suffering part. I can choose suffering or I can choose pleasure. I can choose working with it. I can choose resting and taking care of myself in an exquisite way. And so all of that is is up for, like this show talks about, the gift of our choices. Yeah. You know, we're going to take another short break, Betty, but when we come back, I would really love to hear about your take on the differences, because you know, everybody talks about differences between men and women and as it relates to sex as, as well as other things. But some of that stuff, because I think that's really interesting conversation. So we're going to take a quick break right now. I'm here with Betty Louise, and this is The Gift of Choice, and I'm your host, Bonnie Gressel, and we're going to be right back. Hello, everybody. This is Coach Betty Louise, and I have a question for you. When is the last time you looked in the mirror and saw your amazing beauty and sexuality? 80% of women do not have a positive body image. 97% of women do not like something about their bodies, and over 10 million women have eating disorders. In addition, at least 40% of women are sexually repressed, and one in seven marriages are sexless. I've just completed a book called Healing with Pleasure Medicine. What I will teach you is what gets in the way of your ability to see your beauty, sensuality, and sexuality how to shift your perception to increase pleasure throughout your entire day. Okay, the place to find all of this information 
is CoachBettyLive.com. One more time, CoachBettyLive.com. Look forward to connecting. Welcome back, everyone. This is Bonnie Gressel, your host here at The Gift of Choice. And I'm here with Betty Louise today, and we're having a really interesting conversation about a really interesting topic that a lot of people sometimes don't often talk about unless it's a joke or something. So we're talking about sex today, sexuality, and our inner sensuality, sexuality, beauty, all of those things that that Betty puts together to help us live a better life and be more self-empowered. And just before the break, we were talking about sort of the the Viagra for women thing that's been in the news and all of that. And it got me to thinking about, gosh, let's talk about the men and women thing, that whole difference between men and women and, and, and how it relates to our sexuality. So, Betty, I know you know a lot on this topic. Tell us what you think. <laughs> well, I know this this is a topic that really fascinates me because I feel that if we could understand each other and I mean men's differences with women, our relationships would be in a different place in the world because it's our sexual differences, it's one of the blocks. It's one of the issues that many marriages and relationships have. So a deeper understanding, I think, could go a long way to some of the horrific statistics we have about marriage. And I, this brain research on the differences between the male brain and the female brain is very recent. It was in the 90s that a physician, Dr. Luann Brizendine from the University of California in San Francisco, she began to put together the research that had been done over the world on women's brains versus men's brains around everything, but one of the topics she had was on sexuality. And it was pretty fascinating. I mean, I think it's pretty amazing to note that the pill, the pill to, you know, the contraceptive pill was based on the male brain because the female brain with all of its hormones messed up the data too much. So that's just one of her little tidbits that she shares, which it just floors me every time I think about that. Um, But I had the honor and opportunity to interview Luann for one of my radio shows, and she has written books, one, The Female Brain, and the second one is the, The Male Brain. And one of the things, I'll just give you a couple of tidbits. I recommend both of those books highly to anybody that's, that is piqued with interest on this topic because they're, they're just a resource of great information. But one of the things she put in there about women that we don't talk about and know so much about is that we have many more hormones than we knew about, that we talk about, and these hormones change from one moment to the next. So that's why women change their minds all the time. And why, and also, you know, that's kind of the, the bad news. Whenever I've mentioned that to a man, a man, they're like, oh, that's it. Now I know why I've been thinking my woman's so crazy all the time. It's because our hormones change all the time. We want to do something one day, the next day, we're not so sure. Our hormones have changed the way we see it. 
And it also is why we're so tuned into nature, the nature of life, because guess what? Nature changes every second. So there's good, you know, there's both sides to that coin. And what, but what we can do once we have a deeper understanding is we can use that information to be more in tune with things and to understand that if men and all the men that I have shared that with have been so appreciative because now they give their wives or partners just a little bit more room when the the changes come, they're like, okay, here she is. This is just her brain. This is nothing she has control over. So, so that was one of the really interesting things I found about the female brain. When she, when she wrote the male brain, this was where she explained that the sexual center in the male brain is two and a half times larger than in the female brain. So men think about sex many more times than a woman. And for a hormonal teenager, and I've seen different <laughs> quotes on this, but Luann says every nine seconds a hormonal teenager is thinking about sex as compared to a, a hormonal teenage girl one to two times a day. And that depends on her cycle. So that's some pretty radical differences in the way we approach sex. And I, again, feel that if we can really understand and have empathy and see that that's part of our differences, that it would go a long way for us to to be more patient and more loving and kind with each other. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, I think I heard it, and I don't know, I don't remember where I got this statistic, but it's for... Um, grown men who are not you know not hormonal, hormonal teenagers, but grown men, theirs is is all the way up to fifty two seconds. Every fifty two seconds, they think about sex. <laughs> so that's still they really a lot more often than women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, clearly, men just think about sex a lot more than women do. If you think their sexual center is two and a half times larger, you know, it's that's just the way it is. And how can we have compassion? How can we have compassion for women and their hormones changing every second? And how can we have compassion for men that, you know, I mean, I can't even imagine having sex pop into my brain every minute. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, you talk about a distraction. <laughs> yeah, and, so, and I used to really think like, when I was a teenager, this is kind of funny, I guess, that that if if men or or boys at that time didn't have sex often enough, like like it was a long time, they would like explode or something. You know, something <laughs> horrible would happen to them if they didn't relieve themselves. <laughs> right, and I imagine that some of them felt that way too. <laughs> probably, probably. So you know, how does how does you know how do you empower men and women? To, to do this, like in your in your coaching practice or when you give talks or whatever, how what kinds of little things can people start with to to come together more to understand that we are different and biologically we're different. We're not just it's not just that we that we want it that way. It's just that that's the way it is. 
Yeah, exactly. And and to have that as as a starting place for understanding, you know, that's certainly something I empower both men and women with, you know, and I can tell you that there's always big sighs of relief when I share this with them because it's just a deeper understanding that they have of, of who they are in their true nature. So for women, I really am so passionate about women feeling powerful about who they are. You know, we still live in very much a patriarchal society and what we have done in terms of finding our equality in that patriarchal society is we've taken on the characteristics of men. And that's not really where our power is. Our power is in collaboration and nurturing. And when we try to be competitive and aggressive, which are more the male characteristics, we're really giving our power, our true power away, even though on the surface we may, may look more powerful. So beauty, sensuality, and sexuality are the places, the very specific places that I work with women, helping them see their own unique beauty and lots of ways to do that. We've talked about this on the show and we did a whole show on beauty. And so there are lots of good ideas about uh, how to really begin to tap into your unique beauty, but it is essential for us to do that. Again, needing to remove those media and those outside influences about what beauty is and go inside, just as you were talking at the beginning about sexuality being inner beauty. There's an inner place for our beauty as well. And that's the juicy place of beauty and our sensuality. Our sensuality has many benefits for us. One, we carry our senses around with us everywhere we go. And it When we're truly in our sensuality, we are very present with what is. And those two pieces can then really lead into a very fulfilling sexual life when we're able to feel beautiful and feel sensual. So I I desperately want to see more women in leadership, more true women, not women and men's, or men in women's bodies, but really women for their strengths and and their being power and their collaborative nurturing power, finding our place of leadership from that. And I believe that it, it's really very connected to how we feel about our beauty, sensuality, and sexuality. So that's where I begin to work with women and men helping them understand themselves and their sexual brain, you know, also a big sigh of relief when it's like, Oh, okay. You know, this is just my brain. It's, I'm not a bad person because, you know, sexuality is so skewed in our society that sometimes people feel bad when they think about sex. So I teach men to really experiment with that sexual energy when it arises So it rises up. Okay, all it is is energy. Now how can I channel it or move it in other ways besides just having sex? So it's very powerful to get that kind of clarity and control over what you, how you express yourself in all aspects of your life, including sexually. 
Yeah, and I would imagine for guys, I mean, I don't know this because I'm not a guy, but I would imagine that part of, sometimes they might feel like, well, I have to feel a certain way because I'm a guy. I have to be, you know, masculine and and want sex all the time. And, And maybe they don't feel like it's okay to do some of those, you know, spend, you know, get their sexuality needs met in other ways other than intercourse. Yes. Yeah, you really just nailed it. You know, it's like it's all okay. And what what I want men to do is it's all good energy, you know, really sexual energy, pleasure energy. It's healing. There's so many properties in it. But if we're just spewing it all, all around and being really egotistical about it, you know, no healing is happening. <laughs> but when you do that inner exploration and you, you get the clarity and can find the ways to channel it, it's, it's really, it's great, great nurturing for you as well as everybody that gets to be in your world. Yeah. So, you know, Betty, you talk about safety and sexual freedom going together. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. You know, I get this question a lot in terms of, um, you know, when you think about sexual freedom, again, because of all of the skewed images we have around sexual freedom and sex, you know, some people think that means, you know, go out there and just have sex with anybody and enjoy it and, you know, don't worry about a thing, and that's full sexual freedom. Well, that's not what I'm talking about for sexual freedom. Uh, safety is an is a really important piece of sexual uh, of sexual freedom. You know, you can't have healing sex, and again, that's what my work is all about: pleasure medicine. I'm talking about healing with our natural resources from within. You can't have healing sex if you don't feel safe. And you, me, you, whoever's listening, you are the only one who knows if you feel safe. Mm. And that's unique to each one of us, and that's an inner exploration in and of itself. And nobody can tell you, oh, this is safe. If you don't feel it, it's not safe, basically. At a minimum, safety means that you are, if you're having sex with someone else, it's that it's consensual that you have good communication, that you're able to express yourself and it's heard, and expressing your needs and desires vulnerably. You know, those would be my minimums that I discuss with people around safety. But everybody, because of their own experiences so far sexually, have all kinds of issues around safety. Some of them are religious-based, some of them are trauma-based. But there are definite needs that we all have, and they're all unique. And that's why you can't just put a stamp on, okay, this is safe. If if somebody doesn't feel safe, it's not safe. Yeah. And again, it's it's you're the only one. I mean, you're so that's so spot on. Is that the individual, whoever that is, is the only one who would know? Because nobody can tell you if you if it's safe or not, except you. Right. And, you know, so just back to your initial question, it's like my definition of true sexual freedom comes with that caveat of, you know, you feel 100% safe in that experience. Yeah. So now, and this is just a curiosity question, what kind of definition do you put on safe? I mean, how far do you go with that? I'm just curious of, of what your thoughts are. 
Well, you know, uh, really what I just said, at a minimum, it's consensual. Mm-hmm. Both parties that are engaging in sex, it's completely, you're both in it together, and you both agree that you should be in it. Or if there's more, you know, there's all kinds of ways to have sex these days. And that there's communication, you know, and this is a big piece. It's, this is actually one of the things that I thought Fifty Shades of Grey did well in terms of talking about, you know, that was way out there on the edge of what you can do to have sexual expression. But one of the things that they emphasized, I only read the first book, but in the first book was their communication. It's like, um, what was his name? Christian Gray. He was like, always, you just tell me when you, you want me to stop. That's essential when you're to feel safe. You know, if if you feel, if you're saying, you know, no, it hurts, I'm having pain, and no, nobody's listening to you, that's not safe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having that good communication that is heard and responded to. And, you know, sex, intimacy, vulnerability goes right along with it. And so to feel safe enough to express your needs and desires without someone else getting fearful is also an aspect of safety that is important for the sex to be healing. Yeah. And and maybe this would go along with the, the communication that you talk about, but what I'm thinking of is say someone has, maybe they were with a new partner, somebody that they've not, you know, been intimate with before and they're, they have a disability in terms of being disfigured in some way, like a limb missing or some other disfigurement. I know, I know people like this is to me, I guess that's part of the safety too. being feeling safe enough that, you know, they're accepted for who they are, whether they have a, a disfigurement of some type or not. Right. That's that's an excellent point, Bonnie. Um, I, you know, and I, I talk about this more when I talk about beauty and people really accepting their uniqueness, whether it's with a disfigurement, a disability, uh, whatever you might have that you feel bad about, you know, getting very comfortable with you yourself mm-hmm. in that place is to me, accepting how you look deeply. You know, one of the questions that I now ask my my clients and my workshop participants is, do you feel comfortable leaving the light on when you get undressed and yeah. do you leave the light on when you make love? You know, those are indications that you are comfortable in your own skin. You like who you are. And I agree. I think that that's even a deeper level of safety. But again, just as you know, you talked at the top of the show, and we've been talking about it a little bit, that only comes from within. Right, right. You know, it, that self-acceptance place. Right. You know, somebody else can not like something about you, but <laughs> if you like you, that's all that matters. Right. doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, So it's it, to me, it still goes back to it starts inside. You know, it starts within yep. us. Yeah. So, 
why do you think that sometimes we need to give people permission to to feel pleasure or to enjoy sex or to to really, you know, be vulnerable and go for it? Why do people sometimes, do you think, need permission almost to feel that way? Why isn't that just naturally the way we are? Or is that maybe a difference between men and women as well? Well, I actually think it's a people thing. I think I feel like that's what I do for people. People have actually told me, thank you for giving me permission mm. to feel this, to allow pleasure in. You know, it's it's there. Our sexuality is there. It's a matter, and that's why I call it unearthing in my book, because it's a matter of of really finding it, paying attention to it in different ways. So I briefly mentioned earlier just how our brains are programmed for survival. They're programmed for lack. Whatever is out to hurt you, that's that's what we're trying to protect ourselves against. That's that's a natural state for our brains, you know, going all the way back to prehistoric times. And so left to its own devices, your mind will live in fearful in the fearful and the negative. And so we need to make a conscious effort. We need sometimes other people to give us permission to say it doesn't have to be that way or open up the the vision that there's something else there. Plant the seed. That pleasure is a really important thing and can help you in many aspects of your life. And so what it takes to really allow and receive the pleasure is One, you have to be super careful about the influences that you're listening to. And every day I'm getting this on a deeper and deeper level, Bonnie, I got to tell you, you know, everything you hear has an influence on you. And it's kind of like the frog in the hot water. It's so subtle, you don't even realize it's happening. So we have to be disciplined about what we feed our minds, you know, what our what we hear and what we see influences our thoughts, our expectations, and, you know, essentially the life that you experience. So we need to limit those influences that show us unrealistic ideas of beauty and sexuality and get back to self-preservation and really a, a more realistic view of who we are. So uh, listening to positive, supportive ideas about increasing pleasure in your life, that's when you have the chance to choose to create something different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Betty, I I just know that people are going to want more of you. (laughs) So what is the best (laughs) way for them to connect with you to get more information? I put the link to your book on the show page, um, but it's out on Amazon, I know. And but what's what are some other ways that people can get a hold of you if they want more of Betty Louise? Yeah, well, thank you for asking. And absolutely, the book, it, it was a pursuit of passion for me, as you well know. And it is available on Amazon.com. And I, anyone that has been interested in, in what this interview has been about so far, I know would find the book really interesting as well. So I encourage any, everybody to, to take a look at that. And then my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Coach Betty. That's where I'm going to be doing all my updates and sharing a lot of the new things that I'm continuing to learn. And if you have some direct 
comment, thought for me, question, anything, uh, you can email me at coachbettylive at gmail.com. Great. You know, we're going to take another short break, and when we come back, I want to give sort of your little takeaway homework from today and tell you about next week's show. So let's take another short break, and this is Bonnie Gressel here with Betty Louise on The Gift of Choice, and we're going to be right back, everyone. Do you dream of building a business in which you can share your expertise and gifts with others? A business that allows you to actively pursue your passion. If you're like most people, you put that dream on the back burner because the mountain of details is just too overwhelming. Now you can join other holistic-minded practitioners in leveraging the entrepreneur coaching services of Bonnie Gressel. Bonnie shares your belief in the power of the mind-body-spirit connection, and she has experience in growing a business from the ground up. Whether your challenges are strategic, technological, or you want to create a platform that promotes your expert status, even by publishing a book, you can achieve your dreams quicker with the help of Bonnie's individualized coaching. Contact Bonnie for a free, no-obligation consultation at bonniegressel.com. That's B-O-N-N-I-E-G-R-O-E-S-S-L dot com. Well, welcome back, everyone, to The Gift of Choice. This is Bonnie Gressel, and I've been here today with Betty Louise talking about sexuality. And it's been an awesome, juicy conversation. We've, she's got a book out there called Healing with Pleasure Medicine, Unearthing the Beautiful, Sensual, and Sexual You. And there's more good stuff in the book as well as what we've talked about today. So I want to thank Betty for being on with me today. I want to also let everyone listening know that Lynn Brown Rosenberg is going to be here next week to share her story and her new book, which is called My Sexual Awakening at 70 and What Led Me There. This is going to be Woo-hoo, another really juicy it. show. Oh, yes, I'm excited. We're on, we're on, a, we're on a sex roll, you know. <laughs> and right. but it's good to talk about this stuff, and, and maybe it will open the doors to, to other people being more comfortable with themselves and, you know, I always want to give people sort of a, a takeaway. And, and in terms of my idea of a takeaway from today's show, it's kind of what I started talking about in the beginning. Because Betty reaffirmed it several times throughout our conversation today, is that it, it starts with you. You know, it starts from within, your energy, your smile. That's what makes you feel sexy, right? It's an energy thing. And how we love our bodies, how we accept our bodies the way they are, is something only we can choose, just like whether we feel safe or not, as, as Betty mentioned earlier. So that's my little my little thought for the day after listening to this show today. And I want to thank you again, Betty, for spending time with us. I know our listeners are getting a lot out of this topic. And um, so whether you're listening live or to the download, it's going to be out there for you. And you might want to listen more than once. Yeah, thank you so much, Bonnie, for having me on the show and also for having a place for this conversation. I It's important, and I'm really glad that you're you're such an open participant and, and really digging into the topic. So thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, well, you're so welcome. And, you know, all the things that we've been talking about all year, and sexuality being one of them, is part of self-empowerment because that's really what the, the gift of choice is really all about. So, you know, don't forget to follow or subscribe to the show. And I'll see you all, at least virtually. I'll be back with, with another guest next week. 
So until then, blessings, everyone. You've been listening to The Gift of Choice, hosted by Bonnie Gressel. The Gift of Choice has been brought to you by MMB Global Solutions, your source for individualized coaching for entrepreneurs and authors, along with book editing and publishing services. For more information, go to mmbglobalsolutions.com. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.